This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to Today's Living Hope. We are so glad that you have stopped by. And I have to say just a shout out to Don. Don last week at the end of our program sent me an email and I just wanted to say thank you Don for your great comments. He said he thought we had a great two hours and he was so glad that we are on WDCX. So I always thank you for those comments from our listeners. Keep having them come in. So it is today's Living Hope on WDCX 99.5 FM and we are also on 970 AM 1 to 3. Now, 107.1 and 990 a.m. from 4 to 6 later this afternoon. So you get a full range streaming worldwide. And, of course, you can go to WDCXradio.com and click and hear the radio program. You can also go to our archives, todayslivinghope.com, under radio and current uh, sessions, and you will have a whole list of all of our previous uh, programs. Hey, I want you to know that I stopped by this morning uh, as I was coming into the studio, and I just have to tell you, because we know we had the ladies on about Western New York Women's Prayer Summit, I stopped by this morning, and they were at the former Buffalo Christian Center. The place was packed, and it was women from all denominations, all races, coming together as a unified body here in this area and region to say we're unified the church for prayer and they had worship it was absolutely beautiful i'm going to post some pictures on my website but i want you to know okay god's up to something He's up to something not only in our city, but in our region. Men and women, our churches being unified. The pastors coming together to say we are going to turn this state around to be pro-life and against abortion. We have women coming together to say we're unified as his church for his glory to make a difference. And it doesn't make any difference what church or denomination. Because his church is anyone whose name happens to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. That excites me. I hope that excites you as well. Also, we started Bible studies at Bender's, and uh, it was exciting to see men and women both coming out for Bible studies, whether it was the book of John in the morning on Tuesdays, and then the book of Ephesians. Pastor Christopher Baldwin is teaching that on Tuesday night. I'm teaching Healing Journey on Wednesday night. Okay, Tuesday morning. Um, the book of John is also, I be I will be facilitating and teaching Wednesday night also. And um, men and women are really curious about the events in Revelation and how they play out. And Pastor Jim Walton is teaching that time on Wednesday night from 630 to 830. Uh, and so you just need to check out todayslivinghope.com and still jump into a Bible study or a healing journey class. Uh, I am only going to hold that open for one more week. We are almost full, but if you're hearing my voice and you want to come, you come. Go on the website, todayslivinghope.com, register, and we will get you in. So I'm so excited for our program today because it's talking about where reality hits us in everyday life, and it seems to be just increasing 
and growing all the time. So my first guest today will be Dr. Leland Jones and Dr. Donna Potter of In His Name Outreach Counseling Services. Um, That will be our program from 1 to 2. From 2 to 2.30, I will have Craig Scott on my program, and he is the brother of Rachel Joy Scott, who was part of that terrible, terrible incident that happened at Columbine 20 years ago as he laid in the library flat on his face trying to play dead as they shot his two friends on either side of him not even knowing yet that his sister had been the first to be shot and killed she was on their list because she represented Christ and then from 2:30 to 3 my guests will be Deborah Minolti coming back from Israel, and she has some really exciting things to say um, to us and for us, um, part of our whole program today. So you're not going to want to skip anything. You might want to call somebody and say, hey, I want you to listen because so-and-so is going to be on. So we're going to be talking about the number one issue that we have as a problem, and it's called anxiety. Well, is it a disorder? Is it a disease? Is it sin? Is it just an emotion? What can we do about it? What are the symptoms? And what care do we need? Well, I want you to know we're going to answer all those questions. We're also going to take calls if you care to call in 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Let's open our program with prayer. Father, we thank you for this day and for the privilege of knowing you for the privilege that you have us on the air. I pray for each one who is tuned in, going to tune in for this program, that, Lord, that you would just meet them where they are, encourage them, give them hope, and take them where you want them to go. These next two hours, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, we have a Christian bookstore (laughs) in our area. It's been open for 60 plus years. And um, they just had a great appreciation this last week for pastors in the area. There's a great flyer out, a booklet that tells you all the sales that they currently have. And I have to tell you, if you go in there, get the booklet. And if you don't see one, you ask for one. And from October 16th to November the 1st, 25% off and on a special day. November 2nd, 27% off. Hey, we're taking our first break. We'll be right back. Attention all area pastors. It's Pastor Appreciation Month, and Bender's Christian Store would like to invite you to a special pastor's breakfast event right here at the store. Enjoy good food, fellowship, and a special video message from best-selling author and pastor David Platt as he shares about the experiences and background that led to his new book, Something Needs to Change. Fresh off of his trek through some of the highest mountains and remotest villages within the Himalayas, Pastor Platt found his deepest convictions rocked by the darkness of what he saw there. Convictions that, if true, mean that life's hardest questions don't just demand answers, they require action. You'll find yourself asking how you can be a part of affecting change, not only at home, but around the world as well. And as always, at our Pastor's Breakfast events, you will receive some new books for your library, as well as a chance to win some other books, Bibles, DVDs, and other prizes. So make sure you call or visit Bender's Christian Store to RSVP for our Pastor's Breakfast event. We're at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road, or call us at 716-633-5757. You can even find us on Facebook. Hope 
gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. 2 Corinthians 5.17, I am a new creature. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you were with us today. Hey, we're counting the days, aren't we? This is another sunny day. I want to say hi to those people that are way up in Ontario um, enjoying that weather. I know you just had a Thanksgiving. Your October Thanksgiving has been recently. We have ours in November. I thank all the listeners that we have across and above and below Rochester, clear down to the Pennsylvania line. And so the Lord has just been blessing. And uh, we're so excited. I'm so excited to have In His Name Outreach Counseling with us. Uh, welcome, Dr. Donna Potter and Dr. Leland Jones. Great to be here. And I just want to tell you that I already used one of my coupons from Bunders. And they're about <laughs> the only place that still does gift wrapping right on site. So I go in the day I need something, and they wrap it, and I go, and I have, like, the best-looking gift on the pile. It's uh, awesome. It's one stop, isn't it? Don't it you just is. love that, especially if, if you have to do it last minute? And what choices? Uh, you know? uh, yes, I know. I know. The part of the ladies that were in, I know, last um, last Wednesday night said, I want an updated Bible. And they went out and bought five Bibles and say, they're here. They were 30% off. It was great. They do engraving. I'm telling you. And they had the Joyce Myers books like for five bucks each. I know. I mean, who could beat that? I know. It's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. Love benders. I do too. I'm in there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to steer everybody in there with spa days and seminars and Bible studies and all kinds of things. It's a great place to shop. And they've it been is. open for 60 years. And it's our job to help them stay open, isn't it? It is. Fellow Christian, buying locally, absolutely. Well, Dr. Donna, what is I Know About? I have you on the program many times, but community transformation, mind, body, and soul. Would that be accurate, or would you like to add to that? You know, that's accurate. And, you know, getting to the, the spirit of things, um, I know for those who... You know, now that we've expanded our range, you know, there are people mm -hmm. that, that don't know. And in his name, Outreach is lovingly called I Know. And it uh, is Counseling and Recovery Services. And the cool thing is that, number one, we're faith-based. Yes. And that is, uh, that's huge. And 
we're actually being recognized as well throughout New York State for the good work that we do and for having a heart for recovery and for reaching out to build the recovery community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We are serious because Jesus is serious and he's about changed lives and transformation. And um, what a welcoming place. I have always found, I know every time I've been in and now I get to be the privilege of doing some counseling there and, uh, and on their board as well as Leland Jones. But we know it's making an impact because we see the results of what God is doing through in his name outreach. And that we're just thankful, aren't we? We're so grateful. We are. And we've been Uh, seeking God's face to see what it is that he wants to do. And we've been acknowledged recently for best practice trainers because we do train recovery coaches and peer advocates. We are um, two of 45 amongst New York State that are training the new SERPAs for family uh, care, too. So we're excited. Yes, and not only are we helping those come in the door, we're training and sending back out. So that, that is just beautiful, and that's what God wants. Um, Dr. Leland is with us, and he's a psychiatrist, and you've had your own practice, but now you're retired. Can we say you're retired? It seems like I'm, you're awfully busy. I'm partially busy. retired. Partially. Is it really yes. a partially well, retired? It's partial. partial. Retire, yeah. refire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people I talk to that are retired say, I'm busier now than I ever was. <laughs> so you're part of INO as well? I'm part of INO, yes. I'm and on the board of INO, and... Um, I also minister at INO once in a while, and we're excited about these groups that are coming to INO. Yes, that's what we want to talk about because we want to talk about specific things because we know that people have specific needs and that um, we can help with that and that we are about mind, body, soul, and spirit because it's integrative holistically. God made us that way. Um, I remember in, in Scripture it says 3 John 2, may your um, continue in good Wish health. Of all things. Uh, as you continue, mm-hmm. um, I just messed that up. May you continue in good health as your soul prospers. And that seems to be the core, mm-hmm. the kind of the bullet, the, you know, the target. Uh, and everything flows from that, even though everything happens just from the outside in. We want to take fr- care of the inside out. So one of the things we want to talk about is anxiety, um, and Dr. Jones, because it is number one. Um, health problem in in our society. Um, so what what is actually an anxiety disorder? How would you define that? Well, first of all, anxiety is an uncomfortable feeling. It's a worry, a persistent worry. Uh, and everybody has everybody worries to a certain extent. Everybody's concerned about things. Concern is one level, but an anxiety disorder. Now we move into disorder. Mm-hmm. Disorder is a clinical term, which means that things are out of order that things are not where they should be, and uh, we're getting distracted. It's interesting that in the Bible, one of the main words in the New Testament for anxiety is the word marimna, which means division or distraction. Uh, Martha, Martha, you're getting marimna. In other words, you're getting getting turned away from me. Mm -hmm. And so when we get away from Jesus, we start getting anxious. And the other word, another word in in the Greek in the New Testament is the word phobia, which we, we're familiar with uh, anxieties and phobias. Uh, and there it, it refers to an intense uh, anxiety, which we would call panic. Uh, in fact, there's a God of panic. There's a God of pan who would jump out of the bushes and scare people like again, during the Halloween. And, um, and so those are some of the definitions of the disorder. So the disorder means that it's not just 
uh, anxiety, but now it's it's disordering our lives. Absolutely, <clears throat> and it comes, it kind of creeps up on it, and it grows from our own woundedness and mm-hmm. our past, and it makes us dysfunctional, and we think it's normal, and it's actually abnormal living. Uh, if you have a question or a comment as we go through this first hour on anxiety, please call in at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Let me, let me just say something about the word uh, defi- defi- defined because I think a lot of people, like you said, are anxious mm-hmm. or have are depressed and they don't know they have that. I see people all the time, and I, you know, I, I saw a lady who was on Valium for 20 years, and I, I started seeing her, and I said, why do you think they're giving you this Valium? Oh, it really helps me. Do you know what the, what the diagnosis is? Oh, no. <laughs> Did you think you're anxious? Oh, no, I don't have anxiety. Do you, are you nervous? No, I don't have that problem. So she's, she's taking a, a large dose of medication and doesn't know what it's for. I think we really don't have words to put on our issues, our conditions. So we take pill, we take that medication to take the symptoms away but we have not done anything with our root cause of what's causing it um donna what age um of the are those that are dealing with anxiety and can they can they really be helped you know i um leland listening to you and as you said it also causes division and Mm. you know Mm. division from god because it's really not from god Mm -hmm. as you already specified and um you know there's really no age that can't be affected by anxiety even in the womb a child can hear and feel and taste their mother's fear and anxiety Mm. wow and you know anxiety becomes a generational curse and i know many women that i've watched through their pregnancies who have been anxious and the child is never settled. You know, it, it can't be calmed after birth, and uh, it's just having conflict in itself. Well, and then our media, we have so much social media. I mean, we're seeing even children at earlier ages with what's going on in the home or what they're exposed to in social media and stuff becoming anxious at ages when they should just be children playing and having fun. So it's really in growing increasingly <coughs> um, to the point of crisis. Um, in our lives. Um, and eight, about 18 million Americans suffer from chronic anxiety. What a statistic is that? Right. It's very un- unfortunate because it, um, now these, these are people that are severe anxiety so, mm-hmm. or anxiety disorders. I and mean, everybody has anxiety to a certain extent. I mean, you can have anxiety coming on the show. Worried. Okay, we're going to, yeah. well, everybody's going to get worried too. But now when it, when it gets to the place where it's crippling your ability to function, which is causing you to drink or drug or taking sleeping pills or whatever. Now we're, we're moving into something that is very disabling. And um, unfortunately, this is one of the main causes of burnout and suicide. So a lot of people, especially with certain types of anxiety, uh, with, especially with panic and PTSD, uh, and they're not getting relief, that the pain is too much. Uh, so um, this is not just a little bit of worry. This can be very disabling. And the mind has its way of just racing forward and increasing, and it multiplies, and it keeps growing. And if we keep thinking about it, it grows. And um, 
I know the brain, when we receive things, it all comes in cumulatively. It doesn't sort out. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a filing cabinet and we could put places and things in the right place? But when it all jumbles together and that woundedness or that hurt and that worry and anxiety, then it becomes overwhelming. It comes in our thoughts, our actions. Uh, we can't keep from thinking. We, we develop a record player recording in our brain and our mind and it, it can be very vicious at times and it takes us um it takes us down it just takes us uh, spiraling down um what are some of the different forms of anxiety um that maybe our listening audience um would be experiencing as we talk about anxiety well one of the things we want to talk about in the group we're going to have a, um, a group on um, anxiety is our first group in a couple of weeks and uh, there are many different types of anxiety. Uh, I think people are, are familiar with sort of generalized anxiety, just like being a nervous, nervous person. Nervous Nelly. Nervous Nelly. Nervous Nelly. Yes. I know her well. <laughs> so, yeah, there's nervous Nelly. And then there, then there is uh, post-traumatic stress where, where there's a traumatic event mm. and people are having flashbacks and bad dreams. They keep reliving it and it's hard to turn off. Uh, that's called post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, then there are um, phobias. People are afraid of um, people are afraid to get into planes or get into cars or afraid of snakes or afraid of their mother-in-law. <laughs> there are a lot of things that we can be uh, specific things. Then there are obsessive compulsive OCD, which is people that tend to obsess, just like you you, you just uh, like you like you mentioned, Linda, that people can't can't turn it off or can't file it, and and, and they. And they and they and they actually can have ups, uh, compulsions in which they now they have to wash their hands fifty times a day. I, I, I see people that that are in the bathroom three and four hours before they can get out of the bathroom because they have to so much they have to do, uh, and that's obsessive compulsive. Uh, and then there is um, anxiety that um, it's a panic, and panic is very extreme. It's it's not as it's not like regular anxiety. It's like the alarm is going off and mm. and and your heart is racing and you're sweating and you can't breathe and and uh, it's interesting in the textbook it says that the people with a panic attack will tend to have these three thoughts. One is I'm going to die, one is I'm going to lose my mind, and one is I'm going to have a heart attack. And if you ask people they're like, "Yes." So that so the alarm is going off is like the devil speaking to him like this is over a- now, absolutely. you know. You're, you're, it's yes. over. This is your last day. And so a lot of people actually wind up in the emergency room and many doctors misdiagnose it. And they wind up in an intensive care unit or mm-hmm. cardiac care unit because it looks just like a heart attack. Wow, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. We have so much more we want to say about anxiety, about the new groups that are happening at INO, and um, we need to take our next break. And, you know, Jimmy Skarenji is going to be with me on November the 2nd, and he is with Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. And he'll be talking about our immune system and telling you the truth about um, drugs, uh, vaccinations, and some other things. And I always like having him on the program because he gives us truth, he gives us answers, he gives us results, and um, he helps us turn from um, wrong knowledge to truth and then ways to help improve our own health without using medications and the things that have been pushed on us for so many years. We're going to take that next break, and we'll be right back. 
Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. My guest today is Dr. Donna Potter and Dr. Leland Jones from In His Name Outreach Counseling Services. And we're talking about anxiety of just one of many topics that we're going to be starting starting some groups uh, at INO to help you uh, understand and be a part of it. They're going to be short groups. Uh, they're going to be very reasonable in price. And before we took the break... Um, Dr. Leland talked about the definitions and the types of anxiety disorders, the levels they are, uh, so we would understand uh, the definitions. Plus, kind of, you're out there and you're trying to determine um, whether you have anxiety, whether it's to the level that I need to get some help. Um, Leland was very um, good at giving us those definitions. Um, and also, you can always go back to the archives and catch this program. Uh, if you do have a call or a comment, 883-5000-800-684-2848. Um, Leland, what are the drugs that are most abused um, to numb this pain or, or fear? Probably, they're probably the one, number one in our, co- in our country is alcohol. Um, 
and, and people drink for a number of reasons. You can drink some champagne at a wedding. That's you know, so it, it, you can drink a little bit of, of alcohol as a stimulant. But when it gets to the place where you really want to stop the fear and you want to be able to sleep, so one of the symptoms of anxiety certainly is inability to sleep, especially inability to get to sleep. Depression is more stay asleep, but anxiety keeps you from getting to sleep. Mm. And so um, a lot of people just like to have a little bender or cocktail at, uh, you know, at, for sleep. And people drink it. People drink for um, a number of different anxiety. And, and many times they just feel better with they a little bit of it. takes the edge off, right? It takes the edge off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, then if, you have, if you have chronic anxiety, then you wind up taking, you need a drink more and more often. Now you're not only dealing with the anxiety, now you're dealing with, with withdrawal from the drug. And so the drug itself can cause you to feel anxious. See, so I've got anxiety from the withdrawal, and i got my own anxiety, and so now I'm increasing more and more. So uh, that's probably one of the, one of the main ones. It, some of the, the benzodiazepines, the Xanax and Clonopin on the street are very popular drugs, and they're also popular with uh, many doctors. Unfortunately, many times, and I think it's getting better with this opiate epidemic that doctors would just give you, you walk in the office and say, I'm nervous, and they give you a benzo. And so that's un- very unfortunate. And now you, gotta, you can wind up having an, an addiction to a benzodiazepine. Mm-hmm. And they can be very addicting also. When we have those addictions and we add on to them, it's more or less we're not going to the right place to get our help. And when you start sinning, it begats more sinning, and you end up staying longer than you planned, Mm -hmm. and then you have Mm -hmm. consequences longer than you've ever perceived in your life, which then does bring on a disease or takes you to um, more of a problem. A place you don't want to go. A place you don't (laughs) want to go. And so since we're a holistic... um, program not only in faith today's living hope mind body soul and spirit uh, and i know is as well we know that being faith-based there are some um, strategies that do work and some therapies that have been found and um, we would um, suggest that um, prayer strategies for a an anxiety disorder is very much uh, a part of handling these things Um, Jesus said in the last days, men's heart will fail because of fear, taking us going back to the person who is our strength and our breath, and that is our personal relationship um, with uh, Jesus Christ. And um, Hal, talk to us about that, Leland, as we apply those things. I know in my own heart, when I need to go to prayer, um, it's a submission of humility. Sometimes I'm mad or I'm upset or I got so much anxiety. How can I slow down and do that? Or I've even got to pray myself still to get there. Well, that's a good point about the stillness. I think uh, being able to reach that place where we've, uh, we, we practice the presence and where we're able to be still and know that I am God where we're able to turn our mind off, or whether we use praise and worship music, whether we could use a safe place, so Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in a secret mm. place is a secret place we can go to. Uh, there are ways that we should practice uh, meditating. Meditating is another one. Uh, meditating on Scripture. Now, a lot of, there are a lot of types of meditation, Eastern and all, kind of, all religions basically practice meditation but i'm talking about biblical meditation is meditation on scripture meditation on what jesus has done or what he's doing and so you go there and you you um and actually by doing that that turns off the 
anxiety hormones in your brain. It turns that off and it turns on more healthy uh, neurotransmitters. And not only that, now you're the, like we said, one of the words for anxiety is marimna, which is separation from God. So the opposite Ooh. of that is being close to God. Being, so the, the more we um, use music and uh, prayer strategies that bring us into his presence uh, through worship, through praise, and just an attitude of gratitude, what the Lord has done for you. I just gave you about half a dozen uh, we can talk well, about. And, uh, uh, yes, and that applying the scriptures, the, the lady the other day said to me, well, I quote, um, trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding and all my ways acknowledge him and he'll make my path straight. But why doesn't that make me feel better? And I know we're in a post-truth, post-modern, pro-feeling culture now. Um, so we talked about it and I said, well, let's look it up in different um Translations. Mm-hmm. Translations. Mm-hmm. She read it in the message for her or the NIV. Mm-hmm. One of She says, oh, now I get it. So just thinking about that, breaking it down, trying another translation. It's very, very important mm-hmm. what our prayer life is. Um, in our hectic, um, fast-paced, stress is also a factor, isn't it? Besides the anxiety? Yes. So... Stress is um, stress is normal. Um, we need stress is a normal part of life, and stress is not necessarily bad. I, I always think about when I think about stress being good. I think about a quarterback who's preparing for the Super Bowl. He's got the Super Bowl the next day, and he falls. He's so relaxed, he falls asleep and misses the game. <laughs> <laughs> he has no stress, and he he's like, "Oh my God, the game is over!" And I what now? The most of the time, the stress is going to cause you to wake up and be on time and get to the game. So so stress is good. So, but sometimes stress can overwhelm us, and so we can't handle it properly. And so then it can cause other neurologic problems, belief problems, relational problems. And so it's almost like the, our resources are not enough to handle the type of stress. We've not learned how to handle it. And just like you said, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a social, there's a psychological, there's a physical. And so we need to, we need to understand all these areas so, um, and it's nutritional. There are things that, uh, there are certain foods that will make you more anxious and certain foods that will make you more relaxed. And there are nutritional deficiencies. So the more, the more things that we know to, to use, that's, that's been my philosophy, is, uh, is to help the whole person. If you want to heal the whole person, you have to help the whole person. And so a lot of times, just a little tweak here, a little tweak here, a little, and people can come out. Sometimes, you know, a lot of psychiatrists like me, you just will just, well, because all we use is drugs, then we're just going to use drugs for you. And we're not dealing with the fact that you have low vitamin D because we're living in Buffalo mm-hmm. and, and we're living in the Northeast. We don't get enough vitamin D. And the main, so, main causes, main symptoms of my low vitamin D are depression and pain. So I'm not giving you a pain pill when you need vitamin D. And so we need some sunshine. Vitamin D is very cheap, too, by the way. Oh, it's very cheap. And like uh, two, two thousand, three thousand international units a day uh, during uh, fall, winter and early spring will cause you. It just causes people to, to come out of anxiety, depression and feel better. Donna, on the clients that we see, uh, the clients that you see come in, what combination of things um, do you see with um uh, the things that we've been talking about. I just added a question here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, as as you were talking before about that trust. Now, over 20 years, I've seen thousands of of sessions, you know, come to yes. my desk. And, you know, what 
I'll tell you, number one is right off the bat, is they all come with a trust issue. Hmm. They don't trust God. They feel like they have this relationship with God, but they really don't trust him. Um, Thousands of people. I've been, believed in God all my life. I, I know of him, but I don't know him. There's a big difference in the intimacy of a relationship with God, which takes us, we need Jesus Christ in our life. And I try to explain, you know, Linda, it's like you and I, best of friends. Yes. Now we're best of friends. I trust you that you've always got my back. I trust you that you're going to tell me the truth. Yes. I trust you that you're going to care about my best. And when we don't have that kind of trust with our God, with our Jesus, then everything else goes back to, Leland, exactly what you said, that anxiety and the division that come, it never reconciles. We trust so something out then. Yes. Yeah, so That's then something else always, to put up there. Right. Something else will make me feel better. Something else will fill the void. Something else will numb what's going on. And, you know, it's really interesting because we come, we have become such a feeling culture mm-hmm. that we, we want to feel different. So we'll go to the thing of less resistance to do it quickly rather than to take time or go to someone who is balanced faith-based and saying the balance of mind body soul and spirit because we move so fast just give me a pill and then well it's not working blah 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 blah. let's make it a little stronger or let's do that and if we would do the holistic approach that you're Mm -hmm. talking about Leland Mm -hmm. um, not only have we healed ourselves from the inside out mind body soul and spirit but we are living better we're feeling better mind body soul and spirit and we have a whole new outlook on life now the circumstances hasn't changed but who our belief is in and how we're taking care of ourselves really makes uh, a difference doesn't it and that's why it's so so important and so we see people with anxiety we see people with stress um we have four minutes to a um to a break so i really want to talk about besides anxiety besides stress then um it gets to the point what is burnout then as we mix this all together well burnout is an emotional state physical a physical exhaustion um in which uh, and certainly there's different levels of it but burnout can be um cause um we think of burnout on the job that people can't function and uh it's interesting that it can affect so many different things. You're not, you're not sleeping well. You can't. You're not eating well. You're, you're eating a lot of junk, or you're, uh, you're, you're the the things that ordinarily you could handle, you can't handle anymore. And um, and many times, uh, teachers, people in the help professions, uh, caring people, uh, care. And so many times we don't even know we're burning out until uh, hopefully somebody says something. You know, you're really not keeping up. You can't function like you used to. What's wrong? And um, sometimes we don't even know how to look in the mirror and say, you know, you're really not where you need to be here. And so um, uh, many times it can get to the place where we are, uh, our, our job or function as a parent or whatever is being compromised. And, um, and, it, and it then it, that can move into more severe problems whether they're physical, emotional, whether now we're moving into more anxiety, more depression, or using or smoking more, drinking more, drugging more, 
or, or, or pulling away from people. We can be um, uh, in, in relationships. We can uh, push people away, blame people, shout at people, hate people. And, um, and we can be going downhill. Sometimes it's slow and sometimes it's fast. We don't even know that we're aggressively going the wrong direction (laughs) until somebody points it out Mm -hmm. or until we crash Mm -hmm. physically do something or something's going to get exposed um, to someone or a physical thing and then we're it has to be brought to our attention or sometimes something happens that you have to go to the doctor sometimes your blood pressure goes up Uh, I know a person the other day just um, just passed out so they had to slow down. They were mm-hmm. taken in an ambulance to the hospital, had to be reevaluated, and they had to really say and talk about what's really going on. So anxiety, stress, and then burnout. Um, we're going to take a short break, and then I want to come back. And um, Donna, what does that feel like then? What are we? Let's describe it. So let's so people know they can check this off. Oh my gosh, I think I got this. <laughs> I think right. I need to do something about this. Because so we're going to take uh, our break, and um, it's a pleasure to have Operation Exodus on the program every Saturday from 2.30 to 3 as they work hard to help our Jewish people go back to their homeland in Israel by fulfilling Aliyah. We're going to talk more about anxiety, burnout, and stress and some small groups that are coming up that are going to be very beneficial to you. So when we come back, what does burnout feel like, look like, and what is it? Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Attention all area pastors, it's Pastor Appreciation Month, and Bender's Christian Store would like to invite you to a special Pastor's Breakfast event right here at the store. Enjoy good food, fellowship, and a special video message from best-selling author and pastor David Platt as he shares about the experiences and background that led to his new book, Something Needs to Change. Fresh off of his trek through some of the highest mountains and remotest villages within the Himalayas, Pastor Platt found his deepest convictions rocked by the darkness of what he saw there. Convictions that, if true, mean that life's hardest questions don't just demand answers, they require action. You'll find yourself asking how you can be a part of affecting change, not only at home, but around the world as well. And as always, at our Pastor's Breakfast events, you will receive some new books for your library, as well as a chance to win some other books, Bibles, DVDs, and other prizes. So make sure you call or visit Bender's Christian Store to RSVP for our Pastor's Breakfast event. We're at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road, or call us at 716-633-5757. You can even find us on Facebook. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. 
Welcome back to our program. This is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Tun. And hey, my guests are um, Dr. Levin Jones and Dr. Donna Potter, um, both from Ino. And uh, it's been a pleasure to see how Ino is growing. It's just it's been exciting, hasn't it? Now, I'm a little prejudiced. I'm on, on the board and I'm doing some counseling and we get to interact. But we just love what God is bringing to us so we can make help make a difference because what happens Jesus matters, and he matters in our lives. Uh, and he is the change agent, the transformation from the inside out. Well, right before we went to break, we're talking, we've been talking about anxiety. We've been talking about stress. We've been um, talking about burnout. And um, people um, experience emotional exhaustion differently because we're all made differently, and we all respond differently because we're so uniquely made psalm 139 tells us that um but generally um there are some symptoms aren't there donna there are and you know you can keep feeling this um overwhelming i can't deal with this um you know not not feeling like they can cope with another thing that might enter into the day or another emotion. So there's lack of motivation. Um, lots of times that's the time when irritability will pop on up. Uh, as Leland said earlier, we've got physical fatigue and trouble sleeping, um, that sense of hopelessness. But it's a little bit different than the depression type of hopelessness. It's just a hopelessness of I don't know if I can make it through the day physically because mm. everything is mm-hmm. so affected by, you know, I can't concentrate and I just uh, have a sense of dread. And sometimes that nervousness will change my appetite as well. I don't eat the way that I should. And what happens when we don't eat? The blood sugar drops and, man, here we are back on the irritability, right? Mm-hmm. It is a cycle, isn't it? It, it, uh, is. it, it Everything affects everything. Um, and even the overeating, it yes. can go the other way, oh, too. Oh, definitely. Um, it just depends on how you're wired. Um, what are some of the common triggers of um, then having that um, emotional exha- exhaustion? What does that include? Well, you know, you've uh, kind of, I'm sure, probably experienced them um, yourself in mm-hmm. your life. And if you kind of look them over about the different life things that are going on, like having a child, uh, raising children. I think I've got a brand new grandson in my house, and I know that my daughter-in-law, you know, she's kind of probably feeling like she's at the end when she's not sleeping night after night after night. So that burnout that happens. Um, uh, Living with a chronic illness, man, that's a big trigger, right? Mm -hmm. As well as when you lose somebody that you love. Mm -hmm. And whether that's a spouse or a friend or or somebody that's had an influence in your life, you still feel bad. How many times does a a rock star or somebody die and you feel bad even over that, right? Because you had a connection. Oh, absolutely. It seems like um, with our social media and everything, and we're so bombarded with stress and things that are going on it even happens when we don't know it's happening we get upset about something we hear something we don't know whether we're going to be able to continue a job or i mean there's so many things going on um that create all of this um that when it can you accumulates then let's not wait till burnout let's find um some effective ways and I I think when we were on break we were all talking about even trusting in God 
and trusting in that and bringing our relationship with God into the factor because it is mind, body, soul, and spirit. He made us. He knows us. Um, and so, uh, Leland, what is the difference between stress and burnout? Well, um, everybody's under stress. Burnout is, is like the, the end results of too much stress. Mm-hmm. So burn, now, now we're burning out. It's like the candle is burning out. We're, we're, we're like getting to the end of our rope. And like Popeye said, uh, some people don't know who Popeye is, but uh, I can't take <laughs> no more. You know, and it's like we're getting to, we, we have exhausted our, our nutritional resources. We've n- exhausted our relational. We've, re- we've, re-losted, we've exhausted these things. And so now we're at a, at a place that a lot of bad things can happen. Just like we mentioned, there's a lot of, lot of things can happen on our job and our families and so forth. And um, the, we can move into depression or uh, drug problems. And um, unfortunately, m- many people don't know they are burnt out. There's like a chronic burnout where people like are on the fringe and some people just totally crash. And I, I did want to say that uh, anxiety is the number one uh, mental illness, but the number one cause of disability in the whole world is depression. Mm-hmm. And see, so burnout leads into de- clinical depression. depression. And see, so now I really can't focus. I can't think. And so um, this is this is a condition that um, is, is can be very severe. And then we start to feel very inadequate. And then mm-hmm. we, ha- we don't feel like we're valued. And then it just goes as a spiral right down. And we get into this slippery slope that is just. And if we don't do something, there's going to be a there's going to be a crash and burn somewhere. So we're saying that there there are effective treatments, and there are spiritual um, uh, causes for answers um, in our effective treatment. Um, Leland, would you like to address that? Um, well, I think one of the words that you mentioned uh, earlier, Linda, was the word accumulation. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Many times we think we can just put these things on the back burner or forget about them, and so they're they're out of mind, they're out of body. We, we feel like they're they're, but they really can accumulate to the place where we're we're overwhelmed. And one of the main scriptures uh, is uh, when Jesus said, "Come unto me, all you labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." And we know He made God made man on the sixth day, and He rested on the seventh day. So we see love and we see rest. And see, so we are supposed to enter into this rest. But uh, Jesus said, come unto me, all you labor, and, and I will show you. But mm-hmm. he's, he's talking about trusting his way. And so one of, the, one, of the main, one of the main things I try to emphasize to people is to unload their burdens. Fortunately, we can cast our cares on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we can, we, can, we can literally let go of some things. We have to trust the Lord. And so we're not trusting ourselves, which is, which is not always easy. So the more we're trusting him and the more we can let go, which is many a pro- many times a problem, one of Murphy's laws is if you want something do- to be done right, then you <laughs> do it yourself. Yes. But now we're like, wait a minute, the, no- the new company policy is I have to let go. So I have to break this other vow that I have to do everything right myself. And that's not always easy. But as we, as we learn how to trust as to let go and let God then we can let go of past burdens, uh, emotional burdens, financial burdens. We're like, Lord, I'm, you're, you're Lord, and I'm not. I'm giving it over to you. God is powerful. The Holy Spirit is dynamic. 
And I think we forget that. And God I is don't love, think, too. And God is love. love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has healed us. He has forgiven us totally. The blood of the atonement has made all that happen. Mm-hmm. And to leave that out of our equation is we might as well be walking around with one leg and one arm. <laughs> I mean, we're not wholly there. And that's what happens without trust. Yes. That's, that's the position that we're putting ourselves in. Instead, it doesn't matter where we are. If we're in the midst of our sin, it doesn't matter. All you got to do is just reach out and trust that he can do what he says he will do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's time to take that next break for our endorsing sponsors, of which we would not Woo-hoo. be on the air without them. Woohoo! And so we're going to be right back and we're going to wrap this up. We're going to talk about some small um, groups that are happening and we're going to give you some scriptures, too. Um, uh, just to give you some comfort Um, and it's beyond the feeling it's the knowing and the praying those scriptures to start believing them and then making that choice to release the feelings and replace it with the belief in the truth we'll be right back Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom, the list goes on and on, ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. Uh, We have been talking to Dr. Leland Jones and Dr. Donna Potter from in his name outreach and we're talking about anxiety we're talking about stress we're talking about burnout you know what we're talking about because we've all got it don't we i mean let's just be real out there we all at some point in time no matter what the circumstances you're going to experience these and we want you to be able to get help i'm going to give you some scriptures but i really want um donna and um leland to describe um something new that's happening that i know and it's called small groups talking about the various topics because we have a lot more winter blues we have stress management anxiety there's many of them coming up and um 
So Donna or Leland, who would like to talk about what we're going to start uh, as small groups and when they're going to start happening? Well, the, the first, they're going to be on Mondays, um, 11 o'clock to 1230, and, and uh, Monday nights, 630 to 8 p.m., starting October 28th um, uh, and November the 4th. These will be on anxiety management, what we've talked about today. And uh, November 11th and November 18th, we'll talk about stress and burnout. And November 25th, we'll talk about insomnia. And when we, when we get to December, we'll talk about winter blues and depression. And it's kinda, it kind of goes that way, doesn't it? You start <laughs> with anxiety, you end up stressing and burning out. And now I can't sleep. I got insomnia and a depression and winter blues. And oh, my go- goodness. And we are so set by the calendar that induces all of these things. Wonderful four seasons. Wonderful four seasons. We're going into Christmas with our weather and everything. Somebody so said 10 weeks. Ten weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. These. <coughs> Excuse me. These are designed for two sessions each. Two yes. weeks in a row. Right. Tell us more. Well, well, there'll be um, uh, the groups will be meet will be meeting at <laughs> INO at the INO offices, uh, and I'll be using um, powerpoints and handouts, uh, and because they're really just uh, two sessions each. Um, it helps me to get feedback from the participants on what they individually need or want uh, because there's so many different ways to present this. But I tend to be holistic, so there are uh, suggestions on medications, on supplements, on diets, on exercise, prayer strategies, um, the whole gamut, the whole person approach. Um, and so, yeah, so it, it is going to be very didactic for a lot, a lot of teaching. But at the same time, we'll do prayer and um, uh, prayer interventions and soaking and so forth. That's awesome. And people can, uh, you guys can just call I know uh, and leave your name and your seminar choice so that we can save a seat for you. Because it's just $20 a session and uh, it's a real customized group and you know, one of the, Leland's one of the best-known Christian psychiatrists in the area. Um, what other psychiatrists pray with you and care about you holistically? <coughs> so we're just so thankful, Leland, that, you know, you have treated hundreds and hundreds of sufferers using all kinds of hosts of interventions. And uh, this is just that cool way to have your attention almost a one-on-one that's, that's absolutely pretty cool. i love it it's going to be on monday night starting october the 28th and um november the 4th that's the anxiety management that will happen at 11 to 12 30 and also 6 30 to 8 o'clock stress and burnout will be november the 11th and november the 18th insomnia will be 11 25 and then winter blues on december the 2nd the cost is 20 dollars a session Call Ino 716-460-3681. And they are located at 576 Dick Road in Cheektowaga. There's great parking. It's well lit. It's right next door to the City City Mission Thrift Shop. So I really encourage you to sign up, call, ask questions. These are very valuable. A short-time investment, not only time-wise or financially, for you to... um, 
to take care of stress, anxiety, and burnout. I want to give you some scriptures as we go off the air. When I come back, um, we will have Craig Scott from Rachel Joy Scott's brother. Matthew 26. I would just say if you read all of Matthew 26, starting Matthew 626. I'm sorry, Matthew 626. Inadequacy. I don't feel like I have control. Matthew 627. I have a hard time trusting. Matthew 6, 28 through 30. I'm overwhelmed and I can't even be focused. Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hey, it's been a powerful hour with you too. I know people are going to want to turn and get into those small groups and get some help. And then after you, they get some help, they can share it with lo- loved ones. Also, Matthew 6, 34. Living tomorrow with the hope of today that just happens to be what today's living hope happens to be about hey we're going to take that short break when we get back craig scott from uh value up ministries that god has given him he's using his pain with passion for purpose and fulfilled destiny in young people's lives we'll be right back Attention all area pastors, it's Pastor Appreciation Month, and Bender's Christian Store would like to invite you to a special pastor's breakfast event right here at the store. Enjoy good food, fellowship, and a special video message from best-selling author and pastor David Platt as he shares about the experiences and background that led to his new book, Something Needs to Change. Fresh off of his trek through some of the highest mountains and remotest villages within the Himalayas, Pastor Platt found his deepest convictions rocked by the darkness of what he saw there. Convictions that, if true, mean that life's hardest questions don't just demand answers, they require action. You'll find yourself asking how you can be a part of affecting change, not only at home, but around the world as well. And as always, at our Pastor's Breakfast events, you will receive some new books for your library, as well as a chance to win some other books, Bibles, DVDs, and other prizes. So make sure you call or visit Bender's Christian Store to RSVP for our Pastor's Breakfast event. We're at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road, or call us at 716-633-5757. You can even find us on Facebook. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back to our program. I know you've been taking, listening carefully and taking a lot of notes, so I'm just so excited that you have been with us. I did give the telephone number incorrectly, 
And I want to give that again for I know it is 716-460-3681. 464-3681. I want to be sure you can get that so you can call and make those appointments and um, join and get some help this um, last week. I'm wrestling with my microphone here if you wonder what's going on. Hey, I just, uh, as we come back from the break, um, I want to welcome um, to our program and um, Craig Scott, and he is with us. And I'm just so thankful, Craig, that you even just worked us in because you're a busy man and you have just been on the go since you got here, right? It's been really great. I got to speak in Lindenville two days ago. I spoke at Grand Island High School yesterday, and um, tonight I'll be speaking in at Cross River Tabernacle. And so I, uh, it's just been a privilege to get to do this. So I spent a whole week with your mom. She just left. She flew out Tuesday. You're flying in Wednesday. What a delightful woman. She's a powerful person. She um, uh, has endured a lot of loss in her life. She's lost a lot of family members just growing up. She had two siblings that drowned, uh, went through a painful divorce, um, and lost my sister Rachel. And then she had to deal with me. And I was in the middle of, of everything at Columbine. And um, so not only did she have to deal with all of my anger and, and problems that I was dealing mm-hmm. with at that time, but the, she kind of put her grief aside that she had for, for her losing Rachel mm. to kind of take care of me and, and my other three siblings. Yes, she became quite the mama bear, didn't she? She did, yeah. And she really kicked in. And um, so I'm glad that you have stopped by. I, I kept saying, oh, Mike Choi, can I, can I get him on? I talked to your mom. And because the impact that you're making um, is phenomenal, and it is worldwide. Um, um, it's here locally for these few days, but it's so much more than that. And I know there's more teens to be reached here in this area. So um, you are um, Rachel Joy Scott's brother. You were at the school at Columbine 20 years ago, and you were in the library when those two men came in, and um, you're trying to play dead and totally confused, no what's going on, as you then witnessed both your friends on each side of you being killed. You didn't even know if Rachel was dead or alive then, and then you found out she was one of the first ones. Um, And through all of that, you have decided to use your praying for a purpose, um, for God's glory and for the purpose of that passion that came out of that pain, rather than continue to be devastated and a victim, you have turned that around. How did that journey happen for you? Well, I think that uh, I had a lot of support, but I think just uh, God's grace really came over me after the shooting. The first thing that happened when we found out the news, I I already had a feeling that Rachel wasn't coming home. And my mom came down the stairs and the, and I knew she was coming down the very next morning. We waited all night Mm. for the, for, to get confirmation from the police department. She came downstairs and I could tell she just had this heaviness and I knew what she had to tell me. And she put her arms on my shoulders and said, uh, I mean, I, I, uh, she came down, she said, um, Rachel was confirmed to be the first one that was killed. And I put my arms on her shoulders and I said, Mom, I'm going to be okay. God's going to take care of me. 
And I just felt like that. I felt like I there was so many people praying around the country, around the world, and I felt uh, a lot of grace over that those those next few months. Two days later, I did an interview with Katie Couric on the Today Show, and she's become a friend. It was she said it was her most powerful interview that she'd ever done. And what happened was uh, my friend Isaiah's dad, who's this big African American man, he in the middle of the interview reached out and grabbed my hand and um as i was telling him about the last moments of his son's life it was just a powerful moment on tv and it opened up started opening up doors um for speaking and it was the start of me talking about rachel but i just uh have felt since then um i do other things i, I work on movies i'm a filmmaker but my main thing is sharing her story in schools and um i felt ever since then that that I wanted to um, see through the tragedy, see how what God was doing, wanted to do in my life, wanted to do with me through this. Uh, I did go through a hard journey, uh, a lot of emotions that I dealt with over the next couple years, and there were pieces that helped get me through. But I still, even pretty quickly after, felt like God planted in my heart that he wanted to use me, that he wanted to do something big with my sister, that he wanted to do to help use me to tell her story well and the legacy still continues and it's been 20 years and i watched the movie the movie recently and um i would like to see that re-ran i because it, it's just right where we are and as you know that was the first shooting but uh, we've had many more <laughs> since then and yet you decided to bring value out of something very tragic and put something together that is um so needed across our United States and I believe around the world and young people's lives. And God used that tragedy um, to bring um, the percentage of pain. It seems when it's that devastating and that deep and when you don't even think you can take a breath. And yet God says, but God, and that he is a God who sees. And so he started to turn you in the vision, in the dream, to put something together that was, it had to be um, part of your healing process as you put this together. I put together a program called Value Up. I've spoken to over a million students in person across the country. And um, what I saw was that there's a lot of teenagers out there know they haven't been through a lot of them, a school shooting, but everybody can relate to pain. And right now Mm -hmm. we have a 56% increase in teen suicide in the last 10 years. And I meet a lot of teens after presentations that talk to me about, you know, um, having suicidal thoughts. And so many of them think that they can't handle um, the pain that they're dealing with and that the only, the only option is to take their own life, is to escape that pain. And so um, what I talk about in my program is that they have an incredible inherent built-in value that's built into them. It's not based on what they look like. It's not based on what other people say about them, how much money they have, who their family is. That they have, an, 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 and it obviously it's a scriptural-based principle, fearfully, wonderfully made. But I tell them that if they believe in this value, if inherent, built in, that's always there, and this, that they have this great potential <coughs> and this great capacity to do things in this world, to impact others, to do great things, to live a fulfilling life, that if they believe in this value, then it will change everything because psychology uh, shows that when we um, 
have this uh, belief about ourselves to be a high worth that we choose things that match that. And so they end up choosing things, um, choices and influences in their life. If, they, if a kid knows that he has a lot of potential or she knows she has a lot of potential, she's going to choose things and say, you know, I can go out there and do a great thing, so I'm going to, I'm not going to do drugs. I'm not going to choose these influences that could rob me of all that. I'm not going to hang out with these negative people that could take me down. They choose mentors, books, and uh, things that will deepen them, that will help them grow as a leader. And, and, and so, um, you know, one of the things that uh, I, I've, I have a book at home of over a thousand emails from students over the years that have contemplated suicide that heard Rachel's story and chose to hold on. Just emails of p- uh, kids that chose to go to the website email and, um, and said Rachel's story uh, help them to hold on and so I anytime I meet with a kid that's having these thoughts that they don't have any value that they're worthless that they can't deal with the pain first of all I put my hands on their shoulders I let them know that they're not alone I look them in the eye and mm. I say the next time you have these thoughts I want you to do something I want you to go to a quiet place I want you to unplug from all all tech and all distractions go to a quiet place quiet your thoughts and I want you to listen deep within to a voice that would speak to you about your purpose, about your potential, about your value. And see, God has made us in his image. So already you are going to the center core, which is, the, you know, and allowing that image of God. He's allowing that person, whether they know Jesus or not yet, to listen at that very core level to look and see for God, even if they don't realize it. That's right. It's we are made in his image and we are and it, it, there's a scripture that says he is the light that lights all men and that we uh, we have been wonderfully, fearfully made. And I, I don't uh, in schools, um, my my program is non-religious, but I've taken spiritual principles, just removed religious terminology. But it's truth that kids really need to hear. And there's a lot of other messages that I have dealing with forgiveness, dealing with resiliency dealing with how to take certain negative emotions and neurologically translate them to positive ones, choosing positive influences in your life, um, and how you treat other people. And that's where, where I really talk about my sister. Okay. And as you put those things together, I, um, it's about, I think um, uh, Ryan's in our booth today helping me. And so I think I'm going to take the break early so we have more time to talk when we come back um, because I have uh, many more questions and I and you were just recently in some schools and I, I want to ask what happened, what's going to happen, if, what's follow-up going to be for afterwards because you make an impact and we have kids in trouble. This is WDCX 99.5. Your host, Linda Penn. We'll be right back. Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given 
God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Helping you find balance in life. Here's today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. I'm talking to Craig Scott here, who is Rachel Joy Scott's brother and, um, he has decided to um, turn his pain into purpose, and God has opened up doors, so many doors. Millions of youth have listened to him, He's, and the materials that he has, his um, website is value-up.org, and it's school culture building, and you have materials, you have questions, you have ways to help people, to uh, young people, to f- find hope and to find answers. And um, you had you talked to some schools this week. I did. I spoke in Lindenville, and I spoke yesterday to Grand Island High School. And so you have talked to probably a thousand people since you've been here. Uh, I've I've talked to, and also uh, spoke at a church and did a couple of trainings. I've probably spoken to about thirty five hundred. Wonderful. And um, what happened to those rallies? Uh, at, at the schools, it was uh, amazing. Um, at Grand Island uh, yesterday, I had a couple hundred students that lined up to talk to me after the presentation. Um, I had students stop, stopping me in the hallways and saying, best, best presentation. I had kids coming up. I had a, a person come up to me and talk, tell me that just two weeks ago they attempted suicide. Um, I had uh, a lot, just a big impact. I had teachers actually uh, uh, the principal told me that the teachers took uh, the next 10, 15 minutes of class just to kind of debrief and talk about what they saw. Mm. And they, and they um, I had students tell me that the cafeteria was just very, uh, it's very usually a noisy place and said it was very quiet and people were having just more meaningful conversations. One girl told me that um, there's a there was a certain teacher that wasn't liked very much at the school and she said everybody was saying hi to her as they were walking in the class which never happens um, I went to the football game last night joined the, uh, the Grand Island Vikings one <laughs> they had to win by 17 points it was like watching the end of a movie uh, and they won at the last in the last minute I scored a touchdown got a two-point conversion and got 17 points ahead they needed exactly that to go to the playoffs so uh, I was there with the students and ran out on the field and the football players, and they're all jumping up and down. 
and at, and the f the football players, the coach, uh, all thanked me. Uh, a couple of them said, "We won this for you," and I was like, "Well, you guys won it for my sister, and you did it for yourselves." And um, so it was very inspirational. I think it really impacted uh, the culture of the school. You know, there's so much negativity going on, and there's so much, uh, and the evil one certainly is working overtime. He's working overtime in our homes. He's tempting us and then our own self-flesh. Um, those three components alone can do you in. And you come with a message of hope. Uh, you come with a message of truth. And um, I, a long time ago, I used to do youth ministry with large conferences, 3,000 plus. Kids can evaluate. They know fairness. They know truth. They know authenticity. They know realness. And that's what you brought to them this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I I would agree with that. Now, there's a couple places I've spoke that they'll see through you, and that's schools and prisons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they do. There they there are, there are sometimes I think things that are said to them by adults that aren't sincere, and it's and when that happens, I feel like it doesn't carry any weight. The kids don't. I don't think they pinpoint that they know it's not real or fake, but. There's a something in the air that you just it's not felt, um, and um, they f they feel me. They feel me when I get on that stage. They feel my uh, the the painful parts of my story. Um, I have I make them laugh, cry, laugh again, cry, cry, laugh. I mean, all throughout. It's very interactive. Um, I make them. I do fun things. I do white boy dancing. I flipped a teacher yesterday. Brought out their mascot, the Viking. So this is a very heavy story. So I have to use some humor to break down and storytelling um, to be able to break down some walls and not be too heavy. Uh, but when it comes time to deliver some of the most important messages, uh, I, I, am, I am somber and they take it to heart. Yeah, you're the real deal. You're the real de deal. And they, they see phony. They see fake. Um, they can evaluate. And our youth are hurting. Um, as the home goes, the world goes, and our homes are not in real good shape. And yet to give them hope, give them understanding, you brought healing to many of things that you probably aren't even aware you did, but you know how God has used you in the past for um, the future to give people hope and not turn to that negative darkness that there could be. We're not going to let the evil one or our world take another soul when there's hope. You know, I think what I do is give a little bit of perspective, um, just sharing my hard story, mm -hmm. what I went through, some of them dealing with, they think, well, if he can get through that and he can turn it into something positive, then so can I. One of my big messages is that what you place your attention on, you give power to. And so I talk about how in between what happens to us in life and our response, stimulus and response, is right in the middle, what we think, how we choose to see something. So the problems in our lives... If we choose to, if we know we have great potential, we have know we have great value, then we see our problems can in a different light, and that is really ways to grow. And 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 we know obviously the scripture counted all joy the trials and tribulations that lead mm -hmm. to the perseverance and character, mm -hmm. and because that's a deepening of who we are. And um, and so when I have kids come up and afterwards after assemblies and tell me all the junk that they're dealing with i've heard stories of abuse at home or and sometimes they're they're not as as traumatic um but they feel tra traumatized and i have to i have to let them know that you know how they see it 
that they can take control of the thoughts in their mind. It's, it takes a, a long time to do, and, and, and I don't know anybody that's fully there. <laughs> but um, I don't know too many adults that are fully uh, there. Oh, it's not. a struggle. I still, still work We're, on it. We, we all have struggle. To, yes. The neural pathways in our, in our brain that we develop and that we have to continually get renewed. And as we learn new things, as God gives us rev revelation, and um, so with these kids, I tell them, look, become the master of your mind. It's, it'll take a lifetime to do it, but take control of your thoughts because this depression, anxiety you're dealing with, these mental health issues. I mm -hmm. had a girl come up to me, tell me and tell me all these mental health issues that she said. I, and, and after she's done and, and it was a little bit of a victim mentality. I could tell she was telling me all this stuff. And I've seen it a lot with a number of students. And I, I told her, I'm sorry, she's dealing with it. Then I looked at her, and I just saw her straighten up. Her eyes brightened up a little bit. She stood a little taller as I sat mm -hmm. there and told her, and I said, listen, all this mental health stuff you're talking about, and then I, t I just I tapped on her temple. I said, you have the power to change all of that, to it control all of that with what's going on in here. And I said, if you will take time, you know, to take, uh, you know, there's two things that I do, and I even talk about it in the presentation. Again, I don't, I'm not, it's not a religious program, but I do talk about meditation and praying. I talk about that all great faiths and philosophers Ooh. have talked about those two things. Meditation, a quieting of your mind, and a, a, fo uh, a focusing, a mindfulness, and then praying, obviously connection with your faith in God. Mm, so, absolutely. It's um, good. It's just good stuff. It's yeah. just good stuff. Tell me about your website. So our people, if they want you to come and speak, I mean, the word's out now. There may be other people that want to gather and we can get a group because there certainly are a lot more people that you if, could reach If you here. are interested, if you have a, a kid that goes to school here in upstate uh, New York, anywhere, I'm going to be coming back in the spring and we're trying to put a tour together. We're also looking at getting some state funding that will help cover. It's possible that we're going to get the majority of costs covered for schools. Um, and uh, all they have to do is go to the website, valueup.org or value-up.org, either one. And then there's just a part where they can contact and they re request me because there's a, another speaker friend that is on there. And then um, somebody from our team will get back with them. And if if you're an educator, please talk to the superintendent of Grand Island High School or Lindenville um, that came out to see the presentations. And um, it, they, I also helped start a program with my father, which is now the largest school assembly program, Rachel's Challenge. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that I think I'm being even more powerful in this new program, Value Up. So it has, I've been doing it for a long time, has a lot of credibility. But if they are interested, a youth okay. group. Go to the website. Someone from our team will contact. Okay, because it's certainly critically necessary. Um, where are you going to be tonight? Tonight's going to be Cross River Church at 6 p.m. And um, tomorrow morning you're going to be at the well. And that address is 995 Dodge Road. Um, but Cross River tonight, um, you've already spoken to hundreds of people. And um, we've given you the value website for you to contact him. And you're coming back in the spring. Can you give us uh, kind of an idea or a date so our listeners know? There aren't uh, dates yet for uh, okay. this spring, but I'm planning to come back. I've already heard interest from other schools um, and uh, uh, I think some other churches. But this spring, and then I'll be back again also in the fall of uh, 2020. 
to speak in more schools. Okay. Well, I certainly want to have you back on the radio and we can talk more about what's happening. Um, uh, we are broadcasting to over 13 million people clear up in um, Toronto. And we're streaming worldwide. I travel lots of Canada. I've Mm -hmm. spoken a lot of schools there. Uh, So we want people traveling back and forth. What are two things as we kind of wind this half hour? I wish I could have had you on longer, but you're just so busy. I'm just so thankful that you came in and was able to talk to us for this length of time. So don't forget out there, it's value-up.org. He'll be at Cross River Tabernacle Church tonight at 6 p.m. And he'll be at the well at 995 Dodge Road. And he'll be at the 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock service. What are you seeing? Um, the hardest thing for youth, where they are right now, and the most um, benefit to them. Can you give me a negative and a positive as we go into our ending our half hour? Um, well, I see that uh, a lot of youth today, they're accepting of other people. Um, they, they seem to be able to quickly grasp onto the idea of treating every person with value. And, and that's something really positive Good. Uh, uh, that I see a lot with the youth uh, across the country. The, the big challenge I think that they have is emotional resiliency and feeling, thinking that they have all of these um, uh, um, issues, mental health issues or, or this or that, that they can't over that they can't overcome that they need medication to deal to deal with or or the social anxiety that they're dealing with or or are they getting bullied at school and they feel like a victim and the truth is is that all of those uh, th- uh, things they can um, see in a different light and if they can see it at problems uh, as a way to deepen themselves and their character if they can see it as a chance to grow and if they can take time to unplug from so many distractions uh, and take time to meditate or pray, I think that they'll find a lot of strength in that. We are uh, just the first hour. We talked about anxiety, um, depression, burnout, and how to handle that. And we know that we are faith-based, that it's mind, body, soul, and spirit. When one's out of whack, the other one's out of whack. And there has to be a balance. Um, Third John is may you continue in good health as your soul prospers. So what happens in that inner core coming out like you said to go and think there and the you know because the image of god can then begin to speak to us there is hope and god put us on this earth to make a difference and to use each person in that potential and thank you for doing that craig thank you i see hope in your eyes and wanting to do that for the youth and you have chosen to use the pain that you have been exposed to to find the passion through your faith to find others to talk to them, to give them purpose, to fulfill the destiny of why they're called. And we're so thankful at Rachel's legacy and what you're doing. Thank you for being with me for such a short time. Uh, We'll be praying for tonight, and um, God bless you. And um, I'm telling you, God's up to something, and he is moving. He is moving here in the Buffalo area. We're going to take a short break, and I'll be right back with uh, Deborah. Attention all area pastors. It's Pastor Appreciation Month, and Bender's Christian Store would like to invite you to a special pastor's breakfast event right here at the store. Enjoy good food, fellowship, and a special video message from best-selling author and pastor David Platt as he shares about the experiences and background that led to his new book, Something Needs to Change. 
Fresh off of his trek through some of the highest mountains and remotest villages within the Himalayas, Pastor Platt found his deepest convictions rocked by the darkness of what he saw there. Convictions that, if true, mean that life's hardest questions don't just demand answers, they require action. You'll find yourself asking how you can be a part of affecting change, not only at home, but around the world as well. And as always, at our Pastor's Breakfast events, you will receive some new books for your library, as well as a chance to win some other books, Bibles, DVDs, and other prizes. So make sure you call or visit Bender's Christian Store to RSVP for our Pastor's Breakfast event. We're at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road, or call us at 716-633-5757. You can even find us on Facebook. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Hey, we're in this life together. Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, it's been a busy uh, couple hours here, and I know you, uh, whether you're listening from 1 to 3 on 99.5 FM or 970 AM, and now we're going to be on from 4 to 6 on 107.1 FM and 990 AM. So uh, we've been talking about anxiety. We've been talking about stress and burnout. We just had Dr. Leland and... Um, Dr. Donna Potter on and in our second half hour so privileged to have Craig Scott Rachel Joy Scott's um, brother on for a half hour speaking to many many youth and making an impact and still has um, more speaking in um, tonight and tomorrow going to be back in um, the spring and then fall next year so a lot of things are happening a lot of hope for our youth so we're really excited to know that it is about today's living hope well I have to say my friend Deborah Minolte Hey, welcome back. You've been to Israel and back. Israel oh, my goodness. For a few weeks in Israel during the most holy days of the year, and it was awe-inspiring. It was the days of awe. Well, I, I noticed you floated in here. <laughs> <laughs> so you have just been filled to the brim. 
it is, Israel is a place of the past, the present, and the future mm-hmm. all rolled into yes. one. Amen. And we were there watching the shofar blow at the, at the wall as they ushered in their new year and as they went into a deep, deep ta- time of repentance and soul-searching and a quiet, reflective time in Israel, which really opportunity for me. And now they're in the days of Sukkot that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Boy, I just um, I just think, and I'm envious, um, why couldn't we have a national day of repentance mm. here in the United States? Several people have said that when we were with the group. Mm. You know, why aren't we doing that in the United yeah. States, praying for our uh-huh. country? Um, Second Chronicles 7.14, yes, if my, my people. people. Yes. Amen. So you saw a lot of good things. You were filled spiritually coming back with hope and spiritual renewedness and refreshment i was i was filled i also saw what was happening in israel politically right now with their elections and um, they're kind of at the same place we are in a little bit of an influx and so is europe actually with the yes the eu and the uk i think we need to pay attention to all these things and pray about it but certainly you know they do not have they have a, a prime minister right now with benjamin netanyahu but the elections have been so divided. It's almost 50-50. They don't know as a nation which way they want to go. And so the president, you know, there's a prime minister and a president. president. president's a little bit more of a figurehead. But he has called um, Benjamin Netanyahu to form a government, which they don't think he will. Then they'll go to Gantz. They may have done that already, ask him to form a government. He says, no, he won't be able to. So they're looking at elections again. And the people that I've spoken with said exactly that. Not again. Not again. God needs to intervene. He does. And we need to be praying for that. We need to be praying for that. So right away, that's a prayer request. It it really, it really is. It's a a prayer request. It's the epicenter of God's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, God's know huge. Yes. But the heart is, in fact, his name is written in the land. Yes. With with the ravines, with the rifts. Actually, when you go there and you see the valleys, the different valleys and the rifts that come into the heart of Jerusalem, says his name. If you go in a helicopter, it'll say that Hebrew symbol wow. for his name burned in that, in that place. So, yeah, it was, um, had a chance to talk with uh, Chris Mitchell from CBN. Um, he's a bureau chief mm-hmm. for the Middle East, watching what's going on with the Kurds, watching what's going on in Syria and Turkey, and, and seeing that complicated thing being played out before us right now, and then our own, and then our own government, the elections, and and all of those things that have to be sorted out by the throne room, or else it's chaos. No wonder we have anxiety and stress in our life. I was listening to that. I said, you know, we have to go to the throw room and, uh, yes. and put ourselves yeah. in the position mm-hmm. to hear from God. Uh, and that's hard. Pray. Go to the prayer closet. You got, everybody's got to get one. Prayer chair, prayer something. Yeah. Um, and yeah. pray ourselves still and rely on God because he has the answers. So you want to talk about? I want to talk about Sukkot. Actually. Okay. Today's the last day of Sukkot. And we just talked about that place that you remember God, that you seek God, that you find out what's his, what's mm-hmm. who he is. And remembrance in the Jewish culture is key, the word remembrance. And so many of their f- festivals are about God's deliverance. Remember, God commands, remember. 
So if he's commanding the Jewish people, he, we need to remember God's faithfulness. But Sukkot is um, finishing up today. It's an eight-day celebration right after Yom Kippur where they build these booths outside of their home, and they actually dwell in them for eight days. It's commanded in Leviticus. And these Jewish families build these makeshift huts on their patios and balconies. They decorate them with colorful fruit and ribbons and pictures, and they were building them when I was leaving. They're to live in there because they are to remember that they were brought out of Egypt. They were brought out of bondage into Egypt, and it's there that God met them in the desert. And so that is that place where, actually, it's, it's coming out of harvest season right now. It's the end of their harvest season where God reminds them, hey, this is not about you. This is about me. And so many times we move into self-reliance oh, when there's a victory. So if you're farming and you see a great crop come in, possibly the inference would be, look what I did. You know, what, what did I do? Mm-hmm. But this is to remind them that it was God who sustained them. And then right after the booth, they should be expecting rain. In do Israel. you see a lot of participation when you left? Did you see people really working on that? And oh, they're yes. going to live outside? I mean, Absolutely. what an ex- example to children to remember history in the past in biblical times. They're not going to forget. No, no. And then they also wave these, these, um, branches in the booze. And I just remember, I love listening and hearing about our Jewish roots. They'll have three different vines, and one will be, um, a little, I don't, I'm not saying right, but it's part of a, a date palm. And then they interweave it with a myrtle tree. And then they bind it all together with a branch from the willow tree. And then there's the fruit of the citron. This looks like a lemon. And why I'm giving you these details, because according to what they believe is, the spine, the Lvov reminds them of the spine, who we are in God. We have to have that courage to stand up. Our eye, our eye gate, we have to be constantly Mm. bringing the Lord into our, in our face, not the things that are on television. Our mouth, what does our mouth speak? And where is our heart? And so that's these days that they're looking at their gateways. So it's inner soul searching of confession. Yes. And repentance. And remembering. Remembering Remembering. the God. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who brought them out. And I think it's really important for them, for all of us to understand, first of all, when they were brought out of Egypt, it really was Aliyah. You know, they're celebrating the booths. But it's taking them out of bondage and bringing them into Israel, the promised land. Mm -hmm. So you can relate so much to Aliyah, the return of the Jewish people to Israel. And it's God reminding them he was faithful on their journey to the promised land. And, you know, the Bible tells us we're, we're sojourners. This is not our place. This is temporary. This is temporary. And I believe the only way to walk through it is remembering (coughs) our Jewish roots, remembering who our Savior is, setting aside time to, to reflect, like you said, to remember we are only here for a short time. Our home is in heaven with him. And that's just so key to Sukkot. And it's a time of joy. 
com- God commands them that this is a time of remembrance, but a time of joy. And sometimes the joy, you know, we have to remember the joy of the Lord is our strength. And how do we receive mm. that joy? That is so important. I'm just thinking um, we need to slow down in America. They're celebrating. They're rethinking. Yes. They're remembering. They are taking the time to slow down to mm-hmm. do this. How many days? This is, um, the, it's eight days. They'll do it for um, eight days. So it's finishing up tonight. But don't forget now they just came off of 10 days of awe. So they have been actually for a whole month setting aside time for God. And the streets in Jerusalem were closed down. They were businesses closed down. Businesses working. closed down during much of the time. But they were dancing in the street. They were walking around with Torahs. They were just mm. celebrating the word of God. They were celebrating who they were. And they don't always had a lot to celebrate, actually, did they? They really didn't. But they, they received the command of the Lord to enter his gates with thanksgiving, to remember who he is, despite everything that they could see around them. Now, does everybody participate in that? Because I know there's different factions. In Israel, mm-hmm. I would say during these festivals, especially the days of Ah, Yom Kippur, I've heard many people say they, they could even be atheists, Jews, but during that Yom Kippur, they're Jewish. It's their identity. It's their identity. Okay. So much of the word of God, the Torah, is their identity. Their worship. We sing and they sing. But worship for them is often reading. It is reading the scriptures. Holding it up before the Lord. That These are sacred words from God. So as we're, we, and that ends now? That ends tonight. Okay. Yep. Yeah. For them to have God be revealed to them is what's exciting to me. Yes, every the scriptures are pulled out. In fact, I I don't know how much time we have, but I will uh, yeah, I think we let's go to break and okay. we can come back and finish our, our conversation about the ho- holidays and how it's uh expressed and what is happening and then um very timely with all the political stuff yes. happening that it's these God's things are having. His timing is, it's not a coincidence not at all. A coincidence. Hey, we're going to take a short break. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Don't go away. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations 
clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Walking with you through the trials of everyday life it's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back to our program today. It's been a fast-paced program, hasn't it? We've talked about many things. And uh, right now I have Deborah Minolti, who's just come back from Israel, and she's telling us about the Jewish holidays and how that impacts um, their lives. And I have to really say, Deborah, it should be impacting ours. It's as a well. culture. It is a culture a over culture. there that we need to remember and think about and pray for our Jewish people in the nation of Israel. And take those traditions that were God-given and how do we incorporate them in our lives with our Messiah? Wouldn't it be fun to celebrate something like that in our homes? Yeah. I mean, a lot of um, Christians do. More and more, I'm, I'm reflecting on those days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's just really important because I, I, I want that richness of the scriptures. Oh, absolutely. And what they mean I'm, I'm and what picturing it in my mind, and it sounds so beautiful for families to be doing that and the reflection yeah. of in the cities and the neighborhoods. Well, the families, like you said, that is so important. Families. Yes. yes. Families. So I'm going to tell you uh, something that did happen in Israel while okay. I was there. Um, we have helped a family, uh, a couple actually, Michael and Miriam make Alia in a couple of days, actually, and they were Holocaust survivors. Well, um, as we were getting ready to help them, Miriam happened to say casually that they had these holy scriptures, and they weren't sure how they were going to get them to Israel because they needed special care. Now, I had just been in the Dead Sea. I saw parts of the Dead Sea Scrolls, copies that they had been found mm-hmm. after thousands of years, and I, I saw there how sacred their writing is, how sacred the Word of God is. So we did a little bit of investigation with Michael and Miriam. Both of them, as I said, had been Holocaust survivors, lost most of their family. Michael was um, the son of a rabbi, the great-grandson of a rabbi, and a scribe. Now, Michael's father was one of the... I think maybe the only one that made it out. I have this story in here. It's one of the only ones that really made it out of Eastern Europe during the time of the Holocaust. And somehow is in Prague, Czech, um, somehow he was able to bring these holy scriptures. Part of it was part of the Torah. Part of it was commentary. Part of it was their lineage that went back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And he was able to smuggle it out. Hmm. And, it, and and he had this in his home. And he says, how am I going to get these holy scriptures back to Israel? They were just concerned the money it was going to cost. But that was their lineage. That's their heritage. Mm-hmm. That's the Jewish heritage. And there's a special space in Israel for these kind of scriptures that have been through so much. And they bury certain ones. They never throw them out. They never even burn them. They bury them. Hmm. So anyways... Um, just to let you know that we decided, um, of course, without us, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to help them 
bring out those holy scriptures and have them packed right and brought over in a way that's honoring. I mean, I can tear up honoring Mm -hmm. that how many people died related to this family. He's probably one of the only ones left on that side. And then he did remarry. But then we have a chance as Gentiles honoring not only these people, but the word, the holiness of these scriptures, that they were hid at risk of their lives. Mm-hmm. We have a chance with Operation Exodus. God has given it to us on his mercy, us as Christians. What to a help blessing. Them. Yeah. What a fulfillment for them as they go back. Yeah. Thinking they never would able be able to do that. I know. They're going back to their homeland. And they were sojourners in the United States. Mm-hmm. Exactly what this Sukkot holiday is. And now we, during this time, we get to help them. I mean, this is just not. This is historical. I mean, this is. It's holy. It's sacred. It's historical. There's so many things going on in the world, so many sadness. But to see God honor his word, which Mm. is so much blessing us. And he's still doing it. If we don't think God is real, we don't think he's living today. We don't think he's involved. We don't think he's involved in our life. We're just. We just don't get it. <laughs> somehow, you know, when we talked, I heard him talk about school shootings, and somehow our God has to be greater. He is greater than all of this. And for me, bringing out holy scriptures from the Holocaust, from the ashes, from murder, from death, is a sign to me that God is faithful. And he will redeem everything that the enemy has stolen. And you know what? Uh, If we will allow him to use our pain for passion and purpose, he doesn't waste anything. What man has made for evil, God has meant for good Mm -hmm. so that many lives would be saved. And the percentage of reward and blessing forward is in direct proportion of percentage of loss At the deepest level that we can't even imagine. And he fully turns it around. He did it in Columbine. He's using it all over. He's doing it with the Jewish nation. He's doing it with the Jewish people. He's fulfilling everything he said he would. And they have found these things. For the world to see. It's for for the nations to see. He's trying to bring us back to himself. Yes, he is. He absolutely is. You know, and some people, I just want to um, really just share, finish on, on a good note as we talk about the festival. You know, where was Jesus in in all of this? And I'm just going to, if anybody mm. wants to look at John 7. Oh, yes. It's so exciting. And I, I'll i tell you, something was revealed to me this morning, and I love reading the word because he's the spirit of the Lord is so faithful. But in the beginning, he talks about, um, after this, Jesus went around in Galilee He did not want to go to Jerusalem in Judea because the Jewish leaders were after him. But when the Jewish festival of tabernacles were near, Jesus' brother said to him, Leave Galilee and go to Judea so that your disciples there may see the works that you do. They're really challenging him because the next verse says, Uh Jesus' brothers really didn't believe who he was at that moment. So they're kind of like egging him on. Maybe there's another interpretation, but come on. Come, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to dare you. Go to Jerusalem during the Feast of Tabernacles. See who, show off a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Show I off. dare you. I dare you to go there. Maybe that's, you know, that's my interpretation. Interpretation. Therefore, Jesus told them, my time has not yet come. For you, any time will do. 
Really? Did you ever see that before? No. Jesus said to them, my time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. So he was not going to bow to his brothers who said, go do it now. Mm-hmm. But later, after they leave, the brothers, then he goes to the festival. Halfway on his time, in his term, um, and he says, it says, however, after his brother had left for the festival, he went, not publicly, but in secret. Now at the time of the festivals, the Jewish leaders were watching for Jesus and asking where he was. Mm. So what does he say? Basically, what he's going to tell you, and if you remember, is they're sojourning in the desert. Mm-hmm. What are they looking for? They're looking for water. They're looking for manna. And God provided the water. He provided the manna for them. And what is he saying? Halfway through the festival, when he goes up and he says to people, he begins to tell them, let anyone who is thirsty come to me. Hmm. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. He's telling the Jewish establishment, I was the one that brought them out. I was the one that (laughs) provided the water. I am he that was with the people in the desert. Well, they didn't want to kill him. The religious wanted to kill him at that point. But that is how he spoke uh, so dear were these festivals to him. God told his people, remember what I did in the desert. And now Jesus comes along thousands of years later and say, I am he. I'm the one that was back there. We as Christians have to honor that, have to bow to that. And we can take the whole package and say, oh, my gosh, you are with them in the desert. You're with me in the desert. You are the living water you provided in those Jewish people right now who are finishing their so-called, are calling for their Messiah, are looking for him and honoring him in deed and in word. I just got the Holy Spirit chills. They're calling for him. They are. They're calling for him to come. They're mm-hmm. calling for him to come back. Uh, uh, a couple it times is, a day. A couple of times a day. It's going to be fulfilled. Yes. It's going to happen. Amen. I'm Amen. so excited about that. And you got to experience all of that on your trip. Oh, and the, yes. And one of the best of holidays times for that and um and now you have this couple that you're they're going to fulfill the scripture and when are they going back are you Uh, allowed to say i am it's you know i don't have in front of me it's in november it's early in november and for us to get that about the scriptures i had just been to kumaran in the dead sea and heard that the minute when this little boy found those scrolls he was i don't know if you know the story about the scrolls how they found it he threw a Bedouin, a little shepherd, threw a stone and heard a cling, went down and got it, sold it to some Bedouins. It ended up in the man, uh, finally an archaeologist's hand. In 1948, the very day, the very hour they were voting for partition, they unrolled these scrolls. And the little boy of this archaeologist who was Jewish ran into him and said, Father, we have a nation. They just voted for the partition. And he said, more, th- more than that, my son, we have the book. Wow. That was the same moment as what our guide told us. That these are the papers. These are the bo- Most of them were the book of Isaiah. Oh, my word gosh. Word for word. Word. The same Hebrew. I hope you get a picture of them before they all packed up and go back. Oh my gosh! You can look at me. Dead, dead, you know, um, Google Dead Sea Scrolls. 
And you, what a, what a fine God said, look at me, look at Israel, look at my word. Here it is. All of Isaiah is talking about being scattered and being regathered. That's what Isaiah is all about. It's just getting closer and closer. Thank God. Amen. Thank God. And so thank you. If I get you. excited, I get excited. Oh, absolutely. And thank God for Operation Exodus. You mm. are in the middle of all of it with what are you providing for Jewish people? What are you providing and them helping to fulfill Aliyah and what's coming down the pike? So it's still important for us it to donate so and be a part please. of Operation Exodus USA dot, dot org. Dot org. And give them a telephone number because it does make you need volunteers. We need volunteers. You need right help. Now. We're looking for staff. 877-633-7613. Say it one more time. 1-877-633-7613. We're here locally in Buffalo, Amen. and we're making an impact around the world. Deborah, it's nice to have you back. Welcome back from Israel. Thank you, Thank you for the revelation that you've shared with us today. We have much Hope. more to talk about, and that'll be next week on Today's Living Hope. Thank you for joining us, and be at a church of your choice this weekend to worship and glorify God and to learn the Word of God. We'll see you next week. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.